150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fifth Seal number 33. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is our podcast bringing uh, attention and awareness to the persecuted church around the world. Uh, started as Persecuted Church Awareness Month and uh, recently this last year, this last uh, season, we'll call it, uh, expanded to the entire year from January through November counting down instead of just the 30 days in November, we count down the 50 top uh, countries on the world watch list and then share uh, stories of Christian persecution around the world uh, on a, every other week or so, the second and fourth Saturday or Wednesdays, uh, well, Thursday morning. I recorded on Wednesday. It comes out Thursday morning. So second and fourth Thursdays of every month, we get an update on our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world. So again, this is put out through on Facebook, on the Facebook page, and on the YouTube channel. So there are a lot of different ways you can uh, be part of this. And I'm always encouraging people, if you know anybody who's just willing to spend some time in prayer for our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world, invite them to be part of this. Invite them to the Facebook page. Uh, ask them to come and and check out the the youtube channel or the the audio podcast on itunes spotify or on google play so with that being said let's jump in and we're going to look at a couple of stories one this one out of india from international christian concern eight imprisoned on false charges in lakhimpur Kerry. in a massive crackdown on house churches by hindu radical groups in lakhimpur Kerry. District, locals have witnessed a dangerous trend against Christian minorities. At least eight people were imprisoned on false charges of forcible conversions and several house churches were shut down. The Lakhimpur Kerry District is in the northern part of the Indian state Uttar Pradesh. On September 15th, Pastor Room Kumar and Gokran were taken to jail during worship service as a result of an incident occurring in Anakushbad village in Lakhimpur Kerry district. Pastor Room Kumar recounted the incident to ICC, quote, We were around 50 people worshipping in a little hut. All of a sudden, a mob of 20 Hindu radicals stormed into the hut while shouting at us using filthy and abusive language, dragged me and Pastor Gokran out of the hut and started to beat us. And later, the police arrived and took both of us to the police station and then sent us to jail, unquote. Both pastors were falsely charged under Section 295A of the Indian Penal Code. Uttar Pradesh does not currently have, have anti-conversion laws on their books. Instead, prosecutors use Section 295A to charge many Christians with blasphemy. Five days later, on September 20th, Ram Kumar and Gokran were released on bail. Pastor Ram Kumar reflected on his faith journey that led to his arrest. Quote, I embraced Jesus five years ago when my son was healed from an immovable condition with a deadly disease. When I started praying in my house and my family slowly started attending prayers. Ultimate, unquote. 
Ultimately, he said, quote, the number grew in two years time from one family to 50 people. Three years ago, we decided to meet on Sundays. Since then, we have been worshiping in the same hut where I live with my family, unquote. Another pastor from Lakhimpurkari, Pastor Brijal, told the ICC that, quote, all the pastors in the district are on alert and the entire Christian community in a deep despair because of the current trend of attacks on churches, particularly in our district, unquote. He continued saying the attacks on churches and Christians resulted in many churches being shut down by the authorities. Pastor Brijal wondered aloud where he and the other believers will worship or if they will be able to worship at all. So that's, uh, again, uh, we, we tend to think of, of persecution as just coming from, from Muslims and communist countries. We don't think we're, we're kind of indoctrinated into the fact that all Hindus and Buddhists and so on are very peaceful and they're not doing these things. Uh, there are groups of Hindus, of Buddhists, that um, are just as violent and uh, I don't like to use the word radical because these guys are really ultimately following the tenets of their faith. They're the fundamentalists of their beliefs, and they are just as violent as any any uh, fundamentalist Muslim that you will find out there. And so, again, let's be praying for our persecuted brothers and sisters in um, this area of India. And I won't try to butcher the name again. Uh, next story, and this is... This is a little closer for me. Um, this has been going around. If you remember a few years back before Pastor Saeed Abedini was released from prison, um, I spent a whole lot of time. My my Facebook profile picture for over two years was Saeed's face um, with Free Saeed. Um, my tw- Twitter picture for over two years was the same thing, and I kept that there. Um, resolved to, to daily tweet and social media on behalf of of Saeed to be set free from prison and after years of that uh, prayer vigils so on and so forth Saeed was uh was released and then of course there were issues with his marriage and so on and so um he is currently in a place I I don't know where he stands in repentance for the things that went on but his wife was out of the public eye for a while and she's now uh, her and Miriam Ibrahim, who was also imprisoned uh, for her faith in Christ, um, I want to say in Pakistan, I think. Maybe she was in Iran as well. I can't remember what country Miriam was in, uh, but she was in prison for her faith. But she and Nagme have joined together and formed a, a, a group, again, recognizing those people who are imprisoned around the world for their faith in Christ. And this young girl... Um, Leah Sharabu is one of them. So in, uh, when was this, uh, did this happen? Um, September, well, where did my date go? Okay, I don't remember the date. Um, February of 2018. Uh, February 2018, there were um, 110 schoolgirls who were um, abducted from Nigeria by Boko Haram. Five of them were killed. They did not survive. And recently, 104 were returned to their home, all except for Leah Sherabu. And she is still being held by Boko Haram because she will not renounce her faith in Christ. And that is ultimately it. I'm going to read you a little bit about the article here. 
um, by uh, Jordan Seculo. Captive Christian teen Leah Sharabu is reportedly still alive, but her life remains in grave danger at the hands of the jihadist army Boko Haram. The ACLJ is continually taking action to win her freedom, standing before the United Nations, urging global pressure to save young Leah's life. As we've told you, 16-year-old Leah Sharabu was one of 110 schoolgirls violently abducted from their village in Nigeria by the vile Islamic terrorist Boko Haram. Five of those innocent girls did not survive. 104 were ultimately returned to their village. Only Leah remains as a hostage of the radical militia because she refuses to renounce her Christian faith or convert to Islam. Initially, the group threatened to execute Leah to make her or make her a slave for the rest of her life. Then it reportedly demanded the astronomical sum of roughly $275 million as a ransom for her life. Frustrated by the lack of action or answers and from her own government, Leah's mother, Rebecca Sharabu, even recently traveled to the United States to beg for assistance in obtaining her daughter's freedom. Through heartbroken tears, Rebecca Sharabu gave an impassioned plea for help in front of a par panel discussion on Nigeria persecution hosted by the conservative think tank, the Heritage Foundation. This is what she said, quote, I am Rebecca Sharabu. I stand here pleading with the U.S. government, with the government of U.S., please help me. Sharbu said at the opening of the event as she started crying, please help me bring my daughter back. Joining her on stage, Sharbu's interpreter added, quote, we are pleading with you to please call on our government or to step in to do something, unquote. She continued, quote, we want to call on all of you. We know that President Trump can do something about it. Your administrators could do something about it. All of you sitting here can do something about it. Women and girls going through hell Please pressure our government. Help us. We are out here. Rebecca is crying, just wanting her daughter to be set free. Unquote. For a time, things appeared grim as they were unverified reports as to Leah's fate. But just weeks ago, a report began to surface, citing word from the Nigerian government that the courageous Christian teen is still indeed alive, though she remains in the clutches of Boko Haram. Um, so... There's a little bit of the article from, from Jordan Seculo uh, from the ACLJ and BeHeard.com. Um, there's, a, there's a petition there. Um, actually, tonight, as I'm rele releasing this video on the 26th, tonight in, uh, in the Capitol in Washington, D.C., there's going to be a prayer vigil for uh, Leah Sharabu. Um, so uh, join in on that if you can. I... I Again, I urge you to use, I'm, I'm literally probably going to go back. I have not changed um, since, since Saeed was released and set free. Um, I have always had a picture of uh, me and my daughter on my, my social media, and I'm, I'm looking at going back and changing um, to free Leah, um, just like I did with Saeed, uh, until, until this young girl, uh, her fate is decided. Um, ultimately by God's sovereignty. Uh, and, and again, this was the same situation we were in with Saeed. Either she's going to be set free and God is going to be glorified in that, or she's going to persist in her, her um, resistance to renouncing her faith. There's a lot of uh, negatives in that statement. She's going to continue holding, standing firm in her faith in Jesus Christ, and it's going to cost her her life. And so I, I urge you guys to, to pray for her, to sign that petition at beherd.com. I'll put the, the um, link in the, uh, the description below um, this video. 
go to be heard sign this petition um, reach out um, tweet to your you know your congressmen and senators and local politicians um, take time tonight when when they're praying in Washington to join in in prayer for for our sister in the Lord this is a, a young girl that's standing firm in her faith and I can't imagine the horrible things that Boko Haram is doing to her. I can guarantee you there there has been a loss of innocence. And she's been, I can guarantee you she's been tortured, brutalized, because she refuses to renounce her faith in the, the, the Lord that saved her. So let's be praying for Leah. <sighs> and now, uh, okay, yeah, let's let's make this transition uh, to our world watch list. Uh, we are up to number thirty-three, or down to. We are counting down. If you notice, the episodes go backwards. Um, we are counting down to number one. So we started at 50. We are now down to 33. So we are talking about Bhutan. Some facts about Bhutan. Um, its region is, is in Asia. Persecution type is religious nationalism. Persecution level is very high. The population of Bhutan is about 817,000. About 20,000 of those are Christians. The main religion is Buddhism. The government is a constitutional monarchy, and the leader is King Jigme Kesar Namgyel Wangchuk. And that sounds like I may have been mocking, but I was not. Um, so, Buddhist nationalism makes no room for Christianity. Buddhism is part of the national fabric of Bhutan, and no Christian congregation has ever been allowed to build a church structure there. All Christian fellowships remain underground due to fear of Christian persecution, especially in rural areas. Buddhist monks oppose the presence of Christians. The government is intent on maintaining a strong national identity and uniting and unity by suppressing foreign elements, including Christianity. According to the government, the definition of Bhutanese identity is Buddhism, and it works to eliminate groups perceived as threats. How Christians are suffering. The government upholds Buddhist beliefs as the country's national heritage, according to Bhutan's constitution, and does not recognize a clear distinction of religion and state. Therefore, one could say that the government is operating on two levels. On one level, government officials are drivers of persecution as ex executors of state power. On another level, they are followers of Buddhism and the country's spiritual heritage. Buddhists at the and at times even Hindu leaders are driven are drivers of persecution as well. The merging of ethnic beliefs with Buddhism causes additional possibilities for persecution. Christians refusing to follow both Buddhist beliefs and ethnic traditional rites are more likely to face persecution. This is especially true for Christians coming from the central and eastern part of the country. For converts, family members are another strong driver of persecution. Converts to Christianity will be watched with suspicion, followed by attempts to bring them back to their old religion. 
religious leaders, the local community, and family often operate in this. No church of, churches have official recognition by the state, which means that Christians are technically worshiping, worshiping illegally. Uh, a couple of examples of persecution. One student was forced to repeat her final year for no other reason than the fact that she was known to be a Christian. House churches were forced to close down and cease meeting after receiving warnings and threats from authorities. For security reasons, information on time and places are withheld. Uh, one of the traditions of farmers in Bhutan is, is community planting and harvesting, where several farmers share the workload and help each other. Christian farmers are usually excluded from this practice. So, prayer points for Bhutan. Pray God will protect and strengthen believers who violate anti-conversion laws by leaving the Buddhist faith. Buddhism is enshrined in Bhutan's constitution. Pray the Holy Spirit would loosen the hold of Buddhism on the country. Pray with Christian converts who face strong pressure from family, friends, and neighbors who, to recant their faith. Pray that government leaders would open up and apply more tolerance toward Christianity and that the power of religious nationalism would weaken. Let's pray. Father, we do thank you for um, this place where we can come together um, even even across time, God, not everyone is watching this on the same day. Not everyone is watching this on the same time. But this this has a residual effect of always being able to be there and available to bring people to a place of, of prayer and support for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world. So, Lord, first, we, we just praise you that you have created this medium that we use. We praise you for, it sounds weird, but we praise you for the Internet where we can across nations and across time spans we can come together and and unify in our our support and our prayer for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted for their faith and god we do just lift up right now we lift up uh these people in india in this this area and again you know that the city in the 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 region of Uttar pradesh lord that that these people are suffering and we ask that you would that you would ease uh, the suffering that they're going through, Lord, that you would um, provide once again places for them to come together and to worship you without fear of persecution, that you would uh, turn the hearts of, of the, the Hindu fundamentalists there, Lord, that, that would persecute the Christians because of their faith and belief in you. God, today we pray right now that you just bring peace to, to Leah uh, Sharabu, Lord, that you would be with her. Um, God, protect her through this time of whatever horrible things that she's enduring from these men in, in, in this, this satanic group. God, protect her mind, protect her, her, her spirit and God, strengthen her faith in you. God, continue to help her to continue to stand firm in her faith and her belief that that you have saved her soul, though the men may, may destroy the body that she lives in. And Lord, I pray that, that you would impress upon the Nigerian government, that you would impress upon our government, that they would do something in, in this this prayer vigil that is going to happen tonight, the 26th of September of 2019, Lord, I pray that you would, um, that you would move upon the hearts of kings. 
your word says that 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 like rivers that you hold the hearts of kings and you turn them where you want them to go and so we pray that that you would turn the hearts of kings to see fit to bring this girl and reunite her with her mother save her out of the 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 torture and the the slavery that she is she is in and she's enduring for your namesake lord and and just bring her back to her family and reunite her with her family keep her faith strong we pray this jesus we pray that that you would keep her faith strong that that you would that you would that angels would hold her up Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Bhutan. We do pray that you would uh, strengthen the believers who are there in, in this area and who are literally worshiping you illegally by converting from, from Buddhism to Christianity. God, we pray that you would continue to strengthen those people's faith. Um, we pray that, that you would loosen the hold of Buddhism on this country, that there would be an... Uh, a rise of religious freedom for those who are not um, Buddhists and, and follow this this national culture. Lord, we pray that um, that those co- people who convert to Christianity that you would protect them from the the persecution of family and friends who would who would try to influence them to return to their their pre- their previous faith and their previous religion. Um, and God, we do pray that just the the government leaders would open up and give more tolerance to Christianity in this country, that they would be able to build buildings and and worship freely, and and that you would be glorified in all of that, Lord. And again, we just pray that that you take this that this little bit of sharing and awareness that that we are doing here lord and that you would that you would magnify this that you would multiply this that you would you would spread this out to to believers around the world that they would join together with us um and and pray and lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted simply because of their faith in you lord and in all these things, we pray that you receive all the honor and the glory. And it's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. So thanks, guys. Thanks for um, being a part of this. Uh, a little longer than usual and uh, a little bit more emotional. I guess maybe I think it just has to do with being a dad. You know, and yeah. So, keep praying for our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world. If you're here on, on, on the Facebook page, please share this group. Invite people to come and be part of this group who would lift up our brothers and sisters around the world um, who are persecuted for their faith in Jesus. If you're, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification button so you know when we, we release these. Again, the second and fourth Thursdays of every month. Uh, for one more month through the month of October and then in November we will go every single day from November 1st to November 30th and we will count down the top 30 countries and we will we will share uh, stories of persecution around the world every single day throughout the month of November persecuted church awareness month uh, and so join with us um, if you're listening on iTunes or uh, Google Play 
Spotify. Uh, would love to have a review from you. Uh, you know, and I know a lot of people say if you if you hate it, don't do anything. But I mean, if you want to give me a one star review and give me some criticism, please do. <laughs> or a five star review or whatever, wherever you do, however you do, we would love to have that. But just continue to join with us and pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted simply because of their faith and their belief in Jesus Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.